Thank you for joining me for this episode of MFR, A New Perspective on Healing. I'm Liana, expert-level myofascial release therapist in practice for the last 14 years. I'm also the owner of BodyFirstMFR.com, which is now an online myofascial release treatment center specializing in pain relief, injury and trauma healing, rehabilitation, and emotional health. In this episode, we're going to talk about pain. Pain is what brings so many of us to myofascial release when nothing else has given us any relief. That's certainly what drew me to MFR, so if you're struggling with pain or you want to learn how to help someone who is in pain, you're in the right place. Once you start learning about how pain is actually caused in the body, the role fascia plays, and what it takes to truly alleviate pain, you start to realize how little the general public, healthcare practitioners, and really most people know about pain and how to heal it. And certainly, once enough pain settles into your body, it can really take over your whole life. It can zap your energy, control what you do and don't do, cause extreme emotions, strain relationships, and make you absolutely miserable. I experienced this firsthand for many years, so I don't say this lightly, but I'm going to ask you to keep an open mind and consider a new interpretation of the sensations we call pain. We're going to take a deep dive here on the question, is pain a friend or a foe? When the When the unrelenting and biting sensations of pain grip us, we tend to tighten up against it, as though if we didn't resist it, the pain would swallow us whole or annihilate us completely. The problem with this is the tightening against the pain actually increases the pain, and round and round we go in a vicious, painful cycle. In this scenario, we're acting like the pain is the enemy, and we're trying to fight it off. But all we end up doing by resisting it is increasing the pain. But what if there was another way to interpret the sensations of pain? What if pain is a messenger telling you where the problem is and asking for your help? If this idea is new to you, it might sound a little out there. But stay with me on this. If you have pain, this could really set you free and give you your life back. I remember many years ago when I was in the throes of my worst pain, thinking it must have been some kind of karmic punishment or cosmic mistake that I should feel this way. I used to call it screaming pain because when it got really bad, the only way I could survive it was to curl into a ball on the floor, rock back and forth, and scream. At that point, I had no idea how to help myself get better or what to do. I was just trying to survive. When the big pain came on, I could barely think, let alone function, and it was terrifying not knowing what was happening to me or if I'd ever find a way to heal it. It wasn't until many years it wasn't until I found myofascial release years later that I started to realize that the answer to how do I deal with all this pain is right in the question. The pain is the answer. It's actually the way out. So if all I do is resist it, I never get better. 
and I perpetuate the pain and actually make it worse. Going into the pain is actually the way out of the pain. Now, I mean therapeutically going into pain. I do not mean purposefully injuring yourself. We will get to how do I go therapeutically into pain shortly. But in order to do that, we have to understand a bit about fascia first. To begin with, fascia is your connective tissue. It surrounds and goes through every muscle, bone, organ, gland, and cell in your body. Basically, everything you're made of is made up of fascia. And it's all held in place and nourished or starved by your fascia, depending on what state the fascia's in. So caring for your fascia can make or break your health. A fascial restriction, then, is an area of the body where the fascia has tightened down and become stuck, thick, and immobile. Stuck, thick, and immobile. Our body is comprised of all these various layers of fascia that should be able to glide and slide across each other to accommodate the movement you and your organs make in a day and on a microscopic level to give your cells the space they need to be properly nourished and healthy as well. When we have fascial restrictions, the fascia loses the ability to glide and take care of its cells. The restricted areas get dehydrated, they thicken, they lock down and cause pain, physical dysfunction, decreased mobility, nerve pain and impingement, joint issues, arthritis, headaches, and on and on. It could technically cause any symptom at all. A fascia restriction can have a tensile strength of up to 2,000 pounds of pressure per square inch, which would be like a full-grown Clydesdale, that's one of those really big horses, standing with all its weight on one square inch of your body. I mean, what couldn't that cause? It could be devastating to the function of a part of your body, and it could be horribly painful. Well, all the while... Your doctor could be telling you there's nothing wrong with you because we don't yet have the technology to image fascia. So you can't see fascial restrictions in an MRI, a CAT scan, or an x-ray. And yet, with skilled hands, you can feel immediately why someone has horrible pain, why someone has the horrible pain they do when the soft tissue is hard as a rock. That puts all 2,000 pounds of that restriction on the nerves, organs, muscles, etc., that are beneath that rock-hard fascia, which can cause horrible pain and all sorts of physical dysfunction. So when you look at it that way, you can see how the pain is in fact a messenger, not the enemy. The pain is like the smoke detector in your house. When it goes off and it's telling you there's a fire, it's a call to action. Just like the pain is a call to action, telling you there's a problem within. But if instead of heeding the warning of your smoke detector, all you do is get angry at its incessant beeping or remove its battery, you could lose your whole house. If you do not heed the warning of your pain and act on your body's behalf, things could get considerably worse. Your body only has so many ways to reach you. It can't text you, email, or call you on the phone. 
Pain is one of its most effective methods of communication with you. Pain is one of its most effective methods of communication. So if you get caught on being upset that you have pain at all, as I did for many years, it's like standing in your house and yelling at the smoke detector instead of putting out the fire. Or reaching for pain pills to numb the pain and mute the smoke detector while your house burns down around you. The other troubling aspect of pain medications is oftentimes they don't work, but if they do work and take the pain away, they also then take away your motivation to work on fixing the actual problem, right? All you did was numb the pain. You didn't heal the problem that caused the pain in the first place. So that issue is still in there worsening every day, but you're unaware of that fact because you can't feel it anymore. The other problem with going the drug route for the other problem with going the drug route for the other take 3 the other problem with going the drug route for pain relief is that the drugs numb you from the path to healing through your pain your body is guiding you as to what sort of help it needs but pain pills erase that guidance the same is true of antidepressants prescribed for physical or emotional pain. Authentic healing, not just numbing out physical or emotional pain, but true healing has a lot to do with feeling your undealt with emotions. The truth is that physical healing and emotional healing are one. They cannot be separated. Some of us have symptoms that manifest more physical in nature, and some of us have symptoms that manifest more emotional in nature, but the healing is the same, just as the causes are the same, physical or emotional injury or trauma. So when an ant, so when, mm, take three, so when antidepressants make it harder to feel your emotional pain, or when pain pills make it harder to feel your physical pain, your healing path is obscured, though nothing is cured. So this is another way we treat pain like an enemy. Now, perhaps you feel you need to take the drug route for a while. Then maybe when you feel ready and with your doctor's permission, with the help of a very qualified myofascial release therapist, you start to wean down on the drugs and start to learn to follow your body's guidance on a deeper level of healing, taking a more proactive approach to your health. It's sometimes similar when people opt for a surgical fix for a pain. It's take two. It's sometimes similar when people opt for a surgical fix for pain relief. Some surgeries done for pain like a fusion or a joint replacement, for example, is done to fix the damage that was done in the spine or in a joint, but it doesn't fix the issue that caused the pain and joint damage in the first place. So to complete the healing, it would behoove you after that surgery to actually release the fascial restrictions, clear the tissue memory, correct the compensations that caused that pain and need for surgery in the first place. That way, you can keep from requiring another surgery down the line. 
For example, with cervical fusions, I've seen many clients over the years who are on their second or third fusion because the fusion keeps breaking down. I believe, though, and I have seen, that if you really work through the authentic healing and rehabilitating of that area, releasing the fascia, feeling the emotions, and correcting the compensations, you can heal the area, heal the pain, and stop the breakdown, and stop the breakdown of that area, and therefore stop the need for repeated surgeries. It's the same process for someone who wants to it's the same process for someone who wants to heal their pain with no drugs or surgery. We all have to release the fascial restrictions over and over, not just where we hurt, but anywhere that connects to them. We all take three, four, ten, I don't know. We all have to release the fascial restrictions over and over, not just where we hurt, but anywhere that connects to the pain too. The fascia all through your body is connected like one big piece. So we have to be really thorough. And during all this fascia releasing we're doing, we have to be willing to feel the emotions and memories that come up spontaneously during treatment. Take two. And during all this fascia releasing we're doing, we have to be willing to feel the emotions and memories that come up spontaneously and let them out, letting ourselves cry, yell, shout, feel therapeutic anger or fear etc. Allow the emotions to be released. Otherwise, the fascia release will not hold. That's a little pro tip for you there, but trust me, it's true. By feeling and releasing over and over, we'll clear out the physical and emotional pain of the past. But it won't just be emotions that hurt here. Releasing fascial restrictions can cause some pretty serious pain too. And this is what I mean by going into the pain to get out of the pain. You've got to feel it to heal it. After I injured my spine and I was in the screaming pain I mentioned, the worst of the pain was in my abdomen, basically on the front side of my spine. And getting abdominal and getting mm, take three, and getting abdominal MF mm, damn it take four, and getting abdominal MFR treatment or using MFR self therapy tools on my belly hurt really bad, but also felt kind of great at the same time. That's called therapeutic pain, and it has that quality of at times being really super painful but at the same time feeling really good and relieving. Mm, I'll try that again. Back to after I injured. <laughs> Take something. After I injured my spine and I was in that screaming pain I mentioned, the worst of the pain was in my abdomen, basically on the front side of my spine. And getting abdominal MFR treatment or using my MFR self-therapy tools on my belly hurt really bad, but it also felt great at the same time. That's called therapeutic pain. And it has this quality of being at times really super painful, but also feeling right and good and relieving at the same time. 
I spent the first few years after I started learning MFR laying on the floor over a self-therapy tool in my belly, learning to soften into the pain and feel. It was the first relief I'd had in many years, and it was life-changing. Instead of just trying to survive when the pain when the pain would get really bad, I had a way to help myself feel better immediately that would lead me to eventually healing the area. And if the pain ever crops up again, I know how to deal with it now. And that's really empowering and feels really fantastic. Eventually, I would even figure out how to rehabilitate my spine and abdomen and get those muscles to work properly again without causing pain or symptom flare-ups, which is also totally awesome. (laughs) And now it's allowed me to move on to rehabilitating other areas of my body that had always taken a backseat to my biggest areas of injury. So when it comes to pain, the way out is in. If you're not yet friends with your pain and you've been putting a lot of energy into resisting it, into resisting it, believe me, I completely understand. I've been there. But consider redefining your relationship with pain and letting it guide you through your healing process. Your body is actually always trying to heal itself and self-correct. When we resist our pain, we actually stop our natural healing process. Now, it does take some training and some practice at learning to listen to your body, to your pain, and to respond appropriately. To know what you need to do when, take two, to know what you need to do when the pain comes up in order to relieve it in the short term and to keep that pain gone in the long term. But it is certainly worth the effort to learn to work with your body. Inst- but it's certainly worth the effort to learn to work with your body instead of fighting against it. I don't live with constant, unrelenting daily pain anymore, and it's really incredible. But there was a time. No, I don't take two. I don't live with constant and unrelenting daily pain anymore, and it's really fantastic. But there was about a decade of my life where I never would have believed that was possible. But it is possible. And it's possible for you too. Now, it didn't happen overnight. And it didn't happen by magic pills or the waving of a magic wand or someone else doing the hard stuff for me. I did the work of using the therapy tools every day, feeling the difficult emotions, remembering the scary memories, unwinding, rebounding, therapeutic screaming and crying, punching pillows and beating up the bed, letting fears shake through me, etc. And I continue to do these aspects of authentic healing as they're needed, because personally, I never want to let myself get that pent up with physical and emotional baggage again. If I can continue to clear it as it comes up and listen to my body every day, it needn't communicate with me through screaming pain again. At this point, at this point, I'm always leaning in to hear my body's slightest whispers so it never needs shout at me again. I want to always work with my body now and be friendly with its messages. Now, it is a learning process, as I've said, to learn to interpret your pain and your body's cries for help, but it is a worthwhile endeavor. 
working with an experienced MFR therapist will help immensely. Working with an experienced MFR therapist will help immensely and speed your learning and healing. These take two. These are certainly all skills you could learn via video MFR treatment so you can get some immediate pain relief and get started on healing that will relieve that and get started take two and get started on healing that will relieve that pain for good. Take three and get started on healing that will relieve that pain for good. Now, I will say that in helping many people through their healing process and pain relief over the years, the people who progress the slowest are those who refuse to feel physical and emotional pain. And honestly, many more people will allow themselves to feel the physical pain, but think they have no emotional pain to feel. You do. We all do. And nothing, I mean nothing, halts healing in its tracks like an unwillingness to feel emotions while connecting to your fascia. Even right now, many of you may be thinking, oh, she means that for other people who have all this emotional baggage. Nope, I'm talking about you. (laughs) Take two. Even, hang on. Take three. Even right now, many of you may be thinking, oh, she means that for other people who have all this emotional baggage. But the truth is, if you have any thought that you don't have any pent-up emotions to feel, you're exactly who I'm talking about. If you want to access the full power of your healing, if you want to take three, if you want to access the full power of your healing and heal physical or emotional pain, you must be willing to feel and to go into the physical or emotional pain to come out pain-free and feeling great on the other side. Remember how I said physical and emotional pain are actually one So if you have physical pain, you have emotional pain. And if you have emotional struggles, it has a physical home inside your body in a fascial restriction or an area of tissue memory. So both kinds of pain require both kinds of healing. Pain is a messenger, a communication, a warning system from within you. I strongly urge you to learn this inner language of your body and heed its warning. Learn to decode its messages and take good care of yourself. The alternative isn't pretty. And this is the only precious body you've got. And yet many people take better care of their cars than they do their bodies. But if you trash this body, you obviously can't just buy another. So maybe you want to help this amazing, one-of-a-kind body feel as good and be as healthy as it can for as long as you can so that you can enjoy good health and a pain-free, active lifestyle throughout the entire rest of your life. And consider redefining your relationship with pain. Perhaps you're ready to stop fighting against your pain and the messages from your body. And instead, hmm, take two, perhaps you're ready to stop fighting against your pain and the messages from your body. And instead, 
take to, and instead let it guide you through your healing. Like a great friend, pain is the kind of special friend who tells it like it is, who's willing to risk your anger, mm, take two, who's willing to risk angering you by telling you the truth. Hard as it is to hear, take two, hard as, <laughs> hard as it is to hear, the truth sometimes, mm, mm, nope, take four. Hard as it, mm, okay, stop laughing. Take five. Hard as it is to hear the truth sometimes, mm, take six. Hard as it is to hear the truth sometimes, we all need that honesty in our lives. And this is honesty coming from within you. Pain is part of your instincts. You don't have to think about it. You just know where you hurt. If you're not yet in the habit of trusting your instincts, trusting your body, and making friends with your pain. There's no time like the present to get started. If you have any questions about pain, or you'd like my help with your healing, visit bodyfirstmfr.com or email me at info at bodyfirstmfr.com. And as always, happy healing, my friends.